Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. We got the senior pastor of Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church, Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, he's not only that, he's the presiding bishop of Full Gospel, the one and only Bishop Joseph Walker. Good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. And we thank God for y'all all today. Speak to my heart, Lord. You know, I think it's so important that we really allow God to speak to us through His Word because it's so many of us who go through things and don't realize that God is always speaking. The question is not if God is speaking. The question is, are we listening? Are we hearing? And the Bible says in Psalm 119, Thy word have I hid in my heart, but I may not sin against thee. God's word comes to us and it gives us direction. It gives us correction. And so often we're asking people for things that God's word is already helping us get through. I think it's so important to never lose sight of the fact that no matter what's happening in your life, always know God is speaking. You know, one time, man, I was on the phone, man, and I was in a tough spot. You know, we call it a a hard spot to get a signal. And I saw people, man, in these odd positions. Somebody was sitting over, over there, like literally almost under a table. Somebody else was over there on their knees. Somebody was in the stairwell. I'm like, what's going on? They were like, it's hard to get a signal. You just got to get a good spot. Sometimes I think in life, you just got to get a good spot, man. Even when you're in a situation where you're like, Lord, it's hard to get a signal because I got so many distractions, so much stuff going on. But one thing I am not going to do, I am not going to miss what you have to say in my life. I refuse to let myself get disconnected that I can't hear what I need to hear so I can do what I need to do. Question for you today is, are you in position to get a good signal so you can hear what God is saying in your life? Whatever you got to do, get on your face, get on your knees. But don't you disconnect. God is always speaking to you. Man, that's some of the best analogies, man. That's a good word this morning. Uh, Bishop Walker, let everybody know how you can be reached and how they can find your messages. Hey, I want you to go on YouTube, look up Mount Zion Nashville. You can check out our church, check out our messages, Mount Zion Nashville. And I want you to follow me right now on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. That's Joseph Walker, the number three. And let me know you are listening to the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Hey, man. Hey, we appreciate you, Bishop Walker, man. Love you, man. Love you too, friend. Hey, look. Hey, I got I got something right here. You're going to love this right here. Got a little bit of old school. We're going to go back just a little bit. What about this? When the last time you heard this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> tell Royce and them I want them to sing this one Sunday. We got it. Got it. News headlines, entertainment, sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. We got your front page right here, Brett. Good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brett Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, y'all fans were surprised this past weekend when Raz B took to social media and recanted his molestation allegations against his cousin and former manager, Chris Stokes. Really? What'd you say? Yes. Oh, Beyonce said I'm supposed to be doing the news. 
<laughs> oh, oh that, that was a hot spot. That was some of my hot spot. It was juicy. Oh. I couldn't help it. I just wanted to get it. <laughs> you can, no, you can, you can do it in a hot spot. Okay, you I just did, wait, did, did they, say that. Did they get the front page to you? Yeah, they, if, I got it. I got it. I was just excited. Right, come on. The news. You okay. good? I'm sorry. Let me get let me get proper so I can do oh, that boy, to do it. Hey, Brett, be ready. She's ready, dog. Let's go. Yeah, so I was so excited to tell that juicy story. Okay, <laughs> here I go. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brett Tat Tat, and this is the morning news uh, filling in for Maria Moore. Uh, Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina made it official Friday that he is running for president. Scott, the Senate's only Black Republican, uh, filed paperwork with the Federal Election Commission, declaring his intention to see his party's nomination in 2024. His candidacy will test whether a more optimistic vision of America's future can resonate with GOP voters. And the deeply religious 57-year-old former insurance broker has made his grandfather's work in the cotton fields of the Deep South of bedrock of his political identity. Yet he rejects the notion that racism remains a powerful force in today's society. And he has cast his candidacy and rise from generational poverty as the realization of a dream only possible in America. Wow. In other news, y'all, the family of Shanquilla Robinson, whose fatal beating in Mexico on video last year sparked outrage, said that they are hoping in their in their quest for justice for meeting with the White House officials about the pending murder case. I think that is so sad that mm-hmm. they haven't gotten any justice for this woman yet. Uh, also, Ben Crump, attorney Ben Crump and Sue Robinson, along with activist Tamika Mallory, accompanied Robinson's family on Friday in their closed-door meeting with the officials, including Stephen Benjamin, director of the White House Office of Public Engagement. Now, following the hour-long meeting, the Robinson family and attorney Ben Crump held a press conference stating, we are encouraged by our meeting with the White House officials and the White House counsel as he spoke about the next steps with Biden-Harris officials. Uh, So far, no arrests have been made in the transnational case. And lastly, uh, another state has passed legislation banning nearly all diversity and inclusion training requirements at Ohio's public colleges and universities prohibiting faculty strikes and barring public universities, uh, barring parent sorry, barring public universities from taking stances on controversial topics, cleared the GOP dominated Ohio State Wednesday on a 21-10 vote. Now, the multifaceted bill would drastically change the way the students learn how the faculty teaches across the nation's fourth largest public university system and comes as other Republicans led state target diversity, equity, and inclusion in higher education. Those are my headlines. What's going on today in Sports Rock, T? Out to Griner. Will fire a three. You bet. BG. Back in her bag. Yeah, man. WNBA season tipped off over the weekend. Headlined by Phoenix Mercury's Brittany Griner's homecoming in front of a near sold out arena of screaming fans. The Mercury lost the game, but Brittany went off, man. She had 27 points, 10 rebounds, man. Expect the arenas to be Man, bomb that. You got any audio? Uh, we're going to have some Brittany Griner audio coming up uh, on my next sports report, man. We're going to hear what she had to say about the game, man. We want big, to know. big up to Brittany. <laughs> the Boston Celtics <laughs> and the Lakers. Rick, both of them are done. 
Miami almost 30-piece Boston to take a 3-0 lead in Eastern Conference Finals. Man, the Denver Nuggets, they up 3-0 on the Lakers. Ladies and gentlemen. somebody just telling can we just skip it and yep. just go on, on to the finals? That's what I was what? about to say, man. Let's go ahead and get ready for Waste Denver Nuggets and Miami Heat in the finals, man. It is what it is. And Miami Heat, man, let me tell y'all something about them role players. They finna get some big-time contracts after this year. It is what it is. That's my quick sports support. Gary, what's your team? What up there, big dog? All right, y'all. Lisa Marie Presley's twin daughters, y'all, graduated from middle school on Friday. And they're saying, y'all, that Priscilla Presley was there to see them close that chapter in their young life. Now, Priscilla Presley's their grandmother. She's 77 years old. They say she donned a black and white jacket over a white blouse, black pants, and black boots when she attended Harper and Finley's graduation ceremony in Los Angeles. Now, the 14-year-old twins, <laughs> y'all, father, Michael Lockwood, was also there. Now, they're saying Priscilla, however, remain separate, honey, from the rest of the family. And according to the Daily Mail, they say she left the event on her own. Now, they're saying that she remained separate from the family and left her own seems to indicate that the dust, y'all, still has not settled Uh-oh. after Priscilla waged a war, honey, over who controlled Lisa Marie's trust. Now, they're saying after a month-long battle, Priscilla Riley and Michael, y'all, who uh, represented the twins in the estate battle, all came to an agreement earlier um, this week regarding Lisa Marie's estate, y'all. Now, it's amazing. I would have never thought that they would be fighting. I didn't think those people fight over money. Lisa Marie, I mean, the mama Priscilla fighting over her daughter's money, even though the daughter has kids and mm. stuff. But baby, Miss um, Priscilla said, girl, that's mine. Because Elvis left that for me, even though Elvis left it for um, Lisa Marie, his oh. daughter. Lemonade. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but honey. Black cool refreshing drink. <laughs> but they say, baby, Miss Priscilla got her check, honey. I got a winning race. goddamn so. So we're glad that they're going to still be a family, but um, Priscilla still says she's not not right, really, you know, still going to be close to them. So we're going to see how that all turn out. I feel so bad for Lisa's children. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today, y'all, is burden. On the high end, you say burden, and on the low end, you say beautiful army green. That's your Kahlua right. today. Brad, what you got coming up next in the hot spot? Ooh, I get to talk about it now. Rasby is recanting his molestation accusations against Chris Stokes. Lord have mercy. It's up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. What up, Rati? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat-Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. Ooh, so let's get off into it. Fans were surprised this past weekend when Raz B took to social media. I don't know if y'all remember Raz B from B2K, the group B2K, well, Marion and all of them them are in the group. He took the social media and recanted his long time we didn't talked about and heard about molestation allegations against his cousin and former manager Chris Stokes. Rasby posted via IG, I'm a made man. Here it goes to the truth. After countless counseling, I can speak about it and say I was abused by my brother and others. Ooh, they all used and abused me like a rag doll. By the time my cousin took custody over me, I was a mess. He was not my enemy. I was. It was all my pain. I took all my pain and frustration out on him and anger out on my cousin, and I never understood why. He continued, maybe because B2K broke up and he was no longer in my life. Chris Stokes was never my pain. He was my protector, my peace, and my friend. Chris was never the guy I made the world think he was. I remember why my cousin fought so hard to save me because I needed Chris, and then I attacked the only person who helped me. It's time to let the world know my truth. I love you, my cuz. Chris, I pray you continue to be my peace and protector. I miss you. He ended the post with, P.S. Marcus Houston. He's always been my favorite artist, immature all day. 
Now, what y'all think about this? It's been so many years. B2K them broke up, got back together, then broke up, got back together, did tours, got back together, broke up. And now you saying it was all not true what you said? That's what I was wondering. I'm like, okay, so is, is he saying that he lied on his cousin? You lied on your cousin for all these years and had Ooh. people thinking he was a child molester. Oh, my God. I, I'm so Why confused. Why would he do that, though? Yeah, like, eh, it's, it's weird to me. I'm feeling like he may... He may want to make up, of course, but he may he need Chris Stokes probably now mm-hmm. because they're not doing good. B2K yeah. is not doing. I know Marion is doing good. He's got a TV show and stuff like that. But the, I don't know what the rest of them are doing. But Raz B was was like the least one to be doing a lot of stuff. So yeah. you know maybe at, he need Chris Stokes to help him now, and he's trying to point, clear it's just it time up. To move on and do it's just too late. Else, man. That's yeah. just too much stuff to unpack. Yeah, it and is. And then you accuse somebody of something crazy like who that, had, and who, it's who not had, true. You, they can't get their reputation changed. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Damage control. Oh, that's that's a lot. I'll be right. suing you for defamation. It, it reminds you of the Jonathan Majors case, Ricky, like what you said before, because you can't come back. That ruined Chris Stokes' career. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. Ooh. Oh, Lord. A lie, though. Yeah. How about that? A lie. Everything a you lie. went for, somebody can come, go out and tell yeah. a bold-faced lie on you, and then your money and your career is gone. Everything you worked hard for. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, I'll, be in, I'll be in jail. Yeah, I, and I don't know. I, I don't know if I could forgive him if I was Chris Stokes. Yeah, I could forgive him, but I wouldn't forget and I wouldn't let him back into my life because that's 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 something harsh to be on somebody's, you know, resume. <laughs> you a child molester? Because people believe right. the lie before they believe the truth. Hey, man, to yeah, that. That's true. All right, y'all. Well, moving on. Last but not least, according to Billboard, Madame Tussauds has revealed a pair of wax figures of rapper Meg The Stallion. Uh, the rapper wax figure went on display this weekend, and she will also have a wax display in New York, which will be unveiled on June 1st. I hope they get it right. I hope it looked like Meg the Stallion, because sometimes it'd be a little twisted. Whoa. But uh, <laughs> hopefully they get it right. Yeah. And congratulations to Meg the Stallion. All right, y'all, we're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. But co- Oh, Lord. But coming up next, we got Rock T's joke of the day. <laughs> Rock T, is it going to be fun? Yes, indeed. Yes. All right, y'all. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all, Rick's Mountain Morning Show. It is about that time for Rock T's Joke of the Day. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Rock. It's Monday. It's got to be funny. You spot a boat full of people, but there isn't a single person on board. How is that possible? Wait a minute, say that again. You got a boat full of people, but there isn't a single person on board. How is that possible? How? Everyone on board is married. <laughs> Wait a minute. Come on, dog. Wait a minute. Say it one more time. You spot a boat full of people, but there yeah. isn't a single person on board. How is that possible? <laughs> Everyone on board is married. <laughs> Come on, Rick. Boy, boy, I don't know what in the little Daryl. Come on, dog. Bro, bro, little, little Daryl looking at you not laughing at that damn joke. Precious looking at you ain't laughing at that joke. Come on, dog. Chris somewhere with his arms folded. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. 
Uh-uh, no, sir. Oh, man. No, sir. Go, go ahead and clock out for the rest of the day. Get your mind uh, right. Where, uh, Brigitte Tat? <laughs> no, no, no. no she, she quiet. Everybody else quiet. Don't worry about it, dog. More Rick and Smile in the morning show coming to hell to the no. No weapon formed against me, no, 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 shall prosper. No, no, it won't work. So don't be afraid of your enemy. You hope you threw the That's you and Judah Church. Huh? <laughs> Brent. <laughs> you did take us to church. You and Judy. That lady was up there saying. When your grandmama raised you in. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you know it so well. <laughs> <laughs> you know that lady used to babysit you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stay. <laughs> Oh, crack. <laughs> <laughs> you cry you don't oh. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. All right, so Rick's Mountain Morning Show. Gary has the tea and the color of the day. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Monday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. We're still talking about Jonathan Majors, y'all, and Megan Good, y'all. Now, they're saying, y'all, that Jonathan Majors, y'all, it's definitely pretty clear, y'all, that he and Megan Good are in a definitely relationship. They're saying that they were jetting off the other day, honey, looking affectionate. Now, they're saying that Jonathan and Megan were at um, LAX Saturday arriving yeah, in the city of angels after leaving New York City. Now they were this is the deal, yeah. They were holding hands and leaning in close, y'all, as they walked, y'all, to a white sedan on a tarmac. Now, they're saying that the romance comes in, y'all, in a swirl of controversy surrounding Majors, who's accused, y'all, of physical abuse by his ex-girlfriend, um, something that he strongly denies, y'all. But a lot of people are saying that, you know, Jonathan and Megan, they look good together, but, Ricky, I'm just sorry. I feel sorry, honey, for Megan Good. I feel sorry for her. Because I feel that, honey, she is just definitely being a pawn. I don't think Jonathan Majors likes this woman. I don't think he likes her, Ricky. Now, my thing is this. First of all, honey, she is of African descent. And he is of African descent. Rich African-American men, celebrities, do not showcase their black women like that. I'm sorry. Well, uh, are you crazy? No, I'm not Samuel crazy. Yeah, Jackson does. No, 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 no. no. These are wives, honey, and these are old schoolers. The new black man, honey, with money, he ain't bringing you up front, honey, until at least 20 That's years a lot later. Of young people got uh, black mm-hmm. celebrity uh, mm-hmm. women that they uh, mm-hmm. roll them out on the red carpet. Well, we didn't know nothing about Megan to this but got in damn trouble. How about that? We know nothing about Megan until he got in trouble, honey. And I feel he just using her and she just, I guess, going along with her. Maybe she's like, I don't know. But I'm sorry. That yeah, just don't when look When did he found love? When did he found love on a two-way street? Right. When he lost it on a lonely highway, then how about that? Yeah, he found it, all right. But I just, I feel sorry for Megan. But if they're in love, honey, and she don't mind being, honey, with this man, honey, whatever, do what you need to do. Because ain't no way in here he would have been showcasing her this early 
in the relationship. Not he, especially when he was popping hot. All the movies he had coming out and doing, honey, he wasn't bringing no Megan um, out in the forefront. Well, she wasn't available then. They probably never met each other then. Then when he became available, they got together or met somewhere, and here we are. Well, it's such a coincidence. We, you became available now when I'm being accused, honey, of abuse of my European well, woman. What you're saying is when he was hot and he was popping, he had to stroll around with a white woman. Yes, sir. Yeah. Megan was nowhere to be found, honey. Now, honey, that he in trouble and stuff. Now, hold on. Let me grab her out the woodworks and bring her on up, honey, and let everybody see it, me and her together. And after I, if I finally get my career cleaned up, honey, Megan, have a good day. Thank you. And sit on about her way. But anyway, that's neither oh here nor God. there. But we love I love. Know, right? I just love him. Just congratulations, honey. All right. Well, maybe he learned his lesson. Maybe he's going to stick with it and they'll work out and they'll make it last forever. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He scary. better do something. He better make something last forever, honey. Because if I was Megan, he'd be signing all kinds the contract, you're going to pay me, honey, for this time, for putting myself out there, honey, putting on, on the forefront for you, Any honey. Any woman out there listening to you would never have a relationship with that They would attitude. be smart. Yep, they would be good, smart women, honey. They would be, honey, very smart. Don't be used, honey, and, and played, honey. And when I need you, when I didn't need you, honey, I would use nowhere to be found, honey. So, no. <laughs> Moving on, hell. Another celebrity news, y'all. Jay-Z and, Bar- <laughs> Jay-Z and Beyonce, baby. They're saying, y'all, that Jay-Z and Beyonce spun... $200 million, y'all. They got the highest doggone house in California history. They got a $200, $200 million Malibu pad, and they said, Ricky, they paid cash for this house. Now, they're saying Sources Direct um, told TMZ uh, that two paid, that they paid $200 million cash for this. It's only 30,000 square foot Malibu mansion, honey, purchased from William Bell, y'all. They say one of the biggest art collectors in the world. Now, they're saying that the figure is mind-boggling, but they say, honey, it's, you know, nothing to the couple's portfolio. They say they got a lot of money. Now, according to Forbes, they're saying that Jay-Z is worth $2.5 billion thanks to his lucrative liquor business, Aces of Spades, and do, how you say it, do you see? Ducey and do say and his music catalog and his fine art honey with Basqua and they're saying back in 2022 mm. honey um Forbes estimated Beyonce's net worth just shy of 500 million dollars crediting her tours um her music catalog and appearance in feature film and honey that's the majority of her wealth but they're saying honey with her Renaissance tour going on right now they're saying she's only scheduled to rake in one billion dollars y'all so they're saying that TMZ broke the story that the Malibu purchase y'all was the most expensive Expensive ever recorded in the state of California. Wow. Mm. Two hundred million at thirty thousand square foot. How big is that? That's the size of what? The city of Atlanta? I mean it, Thirty thousand square foot, that's a big house. Yes, that's a big old house for three children, honey. Oh God, they all got their own wings. They got their own wings <laughs> and stuff like that. But congratulations. They own wings. Yes. <laughs> yes. So each wing got his own little kitchen, uh, Brad Nickel. Yeah, I'm sure. And the maid and the quarters and everything. Lord, Ooh, my you goodness. have to hire the middle school janitor to, to, to be in that house 24-7. Yeah, yeah Suri and Nuri, whatever their name is, they got their own corners. Yes. Lord. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of space, Gary. That's, Ricky, that's beyond a lot of space. That's ridiculous. But, you know, that's good. You know, and, you know, it's, it's amazing. You know, I think we have changed as, you know, a people in the world because if you knew how much a person paid for a house, like we know how much they paid for this house, $200 million, honey, and you own the grocery store, you might as well shut that grocery store down because ain't nobody coming to support you. 
Grind support your house and you got $200 million out and buy no stereo from you, honey. Help your house. But it's good now. Times have changed. And now people supporting Beyonce. They're going to her concerts and stuff. Absolutely. Because you know, she's in one of the best shows out there. Mm-hmm. Why so wouldn't you go uh, and support her? And she's humble and she's sweet mm-hmm. and, and kind and, and down mm-hmm. to earth. Everybody loves Bay. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, you open up your chicken shack and let them know it's you and see how many people come. I'm not opening up no chicken shack. Uh-uh. <laughs> you'll never, you'll be in there working all day, sweating and getting cussed out every five cussings. like grease. And hell if I would. All okay. that, that flour. Hell if I would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Ricky's chicken. I ain't going there. Her pay for his Toyota. Uh-uh. So, but anyway, congratulations. Yeah, that, that, that do be some of the mindset. They be so oh, worried yes. about you coming up oh, and yes. getting what you're going to get and oh, then yes. won't support you, but they'll go to Neymar Marcus and buy a $500 Robert Graham shirt mm-hmm. or, or whatever and don't ask no questions and smile and walk out of the store huh? and negotiate nah. a $25 AKA t-shirt at a HBCU football game. You preach you gotta tell me, You got to tell me about black folks. I know how we can get. I know how I've seen the attitude. I've seen them at the counter in the high-end store, and I've seen them at, at, the, at the stand. And, and you ask it, boy, I ain't going to get started because I yeah. get canceled. You can cancel me. You can cancel me for telling the truth. I'm just canceled then. That's why that is the you. truth. Yeah. Ask anybody that have to deal with, deal with customers what they have to deal with. They'll tell you. I don't have to tell you. I just yeah. got the platform to say it. But other folks, man, they don't really have no platform to, to tell you how they get treated by some of our consumers. Yeah. And, and the Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today is Burden. On the high end, you say Burden, and on the low end, you say Beautiful Army Green. Consume That's the Kahlua that. for today. That's right. <laughs> Y'all give it up for Gary with the T. Daughter Jayana, get up and get ready for school. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Hi, good morning. This is Clemmie German calling from Greenville, North Carolina. I want to say wake up to Caden Harris and Chloe Harris at Pat Teller School. Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is Cornell Lucius out of Houston, Texas. I like to wake up my Lakers. Wake up, Lakers. We Uh-oh. need a win. Wake up, wake up, Lakers. Please. <laughs> hey, I'm calling from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. This is Shy waking up my daughter, Tamara Wiggins from Winnie and Nine Bank Awards. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Hey, good morning. I want to say wake up, wake up, wake up to the good bros of the Zeta New New Chapter of Omega Top Five Attorney Incorporated. All right. Come on, Charleston, wake up. Wake up. Rouge, wake up. Uh, uh, Rick Smiley Morning Show. I just wanted to take a uh, time, take a little moment, you know, just to have a conversation, maybe uh, a recap on from like a couple of a uh, couple of months ago, month and a half ago, a uh, uh, couple of months, like two and a half, three months ago. <clears throat> just a recap, uh, and, and I'm just not going to make this conversation about me. I just want to have a conversation about our young people, man. Uh, our young people are out here in trouble. And uh, uh, you can give me that Marvin Gaye day that uh, we are in trouble in society and things are getting pretty bad. 
uh, since my son passed away, and I'm sitting here on Facebook, and I'm just watching my Facebook friends, uh, some of the same people that offered their condolences to me uh, as to when my son died, are now writing obituaries for their kids. And it's just a sad time that we're in. And I, and I, I got really alarmed just 30 years ago. 30 years ago was that time uh, in our uh in our era when you cannot say nothing to nobody's child when you can't correct and now in this era you can't even correct your own child you can't say anything to anyone about anything and as a result children are dying and I can't tell you how many times uh, even you know I make used to make Facebook pages and stuff with my grandson this that and the other and I would get uh, people on there challenging me about discipline. Never whooped them on Facebook, but just just the discipline, just getting some discipline and some structure and making sure that he understand what he you know what he did wrong. Because you want people to show all the good, but you don't want to show the correction because he's a kid. He make mistakes and he's growing. Make mistakes and he's growing, and he wants to uh, be better. And we want to guide him to the right place. And then you know, here people come with their comments. Uh, don't say nothing. Uh, don't do him like that. Don't put him in the little, the little Indian squat um, or, or whatever. You know, because I uh, just don't want to see that you want a king that's suitable enough for your granddaughter, but you hate seeing one being made. And I'm telling y'all, man, we're gonna have to get back to some of the basics. And I'm sorry. I know all these Doctor Phil and and some of these talk show hosts. Tell you let the child be free. Let the child do what they want to do. If 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 a child had to decide what they was gonna have for breakfast, scramp grits, eggs, uh, uh, and bacon, uh, or Skittles, the children gonna pick Skittles. Well, let well that let them have Skittles. Let them have what they want. Let them do what they want. Let them let them let them let them let them. And they make bad decisions. And they're not old enough to make uh, great decisions for themselves. And, and a lot of times we are overcomplicating parenting. And now when they turn, uh, get in their 20s and their 30s, they're dying because of it. And I'm just seeing so much crazy stuff. And not only are they putting themselves in jeopardy, they putting us in jeopardy. They're over there in the HOV lane. They're flying by you on the motorcycles and the Dodge Chargers. And they're doing 90 miles per hour texting and driving and, and doing stuff with the phone. And it puts everybody life in jeopardy. When uh, 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 a girl don't want to talk to a young man, he can't take it because he ain't never been told no. So he's going to take a gun out. He's going to shoot her or go somewhere and shoot up something when somebody, when one of these young people don't get their way. What the hell is going on? Why is it that all of us are scared of something, but the kids ain't scared of nothing and nobody? It's a problem in our damn society. And I'm telling all the women out there, man, stop babying these boys. Stop it. Stop it. Stop babying them. Make a man out of them. What, you know, the, and then be, you know the, the, the black fathers are out here. Black fathers are out here trying. Whatever that thing was saying that men are out here, dead be dads, statistics show. It even came out of Oprah's mouth that black men are stepping up to the plate and have been stepping up to the plate and more in tune and into their kids than any other race of human being. Black dads are out here and we out here making it happen. 
We out here doing doing a good job, and the, the, all the little league football coaches taking kids home and taking them to get get some uh, some Domino's pizza or some Little Caesars pizza on the way home from football practice, knowing it's gonna be too late for the child. And some of the kids don't have fathers, fathers dead, fathers incorporated, uh, incarcerated, and 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 just stepping up, being dads, being great uncles, being uncles uh, uh, to nieces and nephews that's not even yours biologically. And we're just going to have to set up some some discipline instruction, get back to the old school, because as a result, our kids are dying. I'm watching all of these parents on Facebook. All of these parents, man, have to bury their kids, man. These are the same people that have offered their condolences since January the 30th. And I'm talking about at least eight of my Facebook friends have buried their kids just off my Facebook page. And I'm sure if that's the case for me, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of, of more kids out there. So let's get back to the day. And, and I'm going to tell all the young people, man, if y'all out there listen to this morning show, you in your 20s, your 30s, man, listen to your parents. They didn't get to where they are uh, by a humbug because our parents was much, diff- uh, was much different. We had the discipline and the structure. Listen to your folks, man. Listen to your folks. Be respectful. The Bible said, Under thy mother and thy father, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Honor your mother and your father. Might not agree with them, but be respectful and do what they tell you to do, man. They're not going to tell you nothing wrong. You know what I'm saying? Let them guide you. Michael Jordan was the greatest, but he had a coach. Enjoy the coaching and and respect boundaries. You know, so I just want to save lives and I want everybody to talk to the young people about what's out there, what's out there in the street. Don't be drinking stuff. Don't be smoking nothing. These people out here are not chemists. They out here just selling dope. They out here just doing what they want to do, and people are dying. I buried somebody. Uh, somebody got buried that meant so much to me on yesterday, uh, on Saturday, and I've been towed up all weekend. You to take them doggone kids to the Universe Soul Circus and buy them everything that they want to circus and had had this this, this baby funeral uh, this past Saturday, and there's something going on, man. When we got to wake up here this Monday morning with all these folks crying, getting emotional because I just think about taking that little girl to the circus, man, um, when she was a baby and how happy she was and how excited she was and and to have that baby funeral on Saturday and stuff. And not only that, just all the parents that had to bury their kids on Saturday and, and the ones that's out here got to go pick out and write obituaries this week. I feel so bad for you. I know how you feel. Please continue the hard work of talking to your kids. But young people, please listen to your folks, man. Listen to your parents and listen to somebody. Do the right thing. Don't drink nothing from nobody. Don't taint nothing from nobody. Don't smoke nothing from nobody. Do your thing, man, because uh, it's, a, it's a new world out here. And I know my message was all over the place this morning, but God bless you. And I just hope that somebody hear me, hear me and I hope that we saved a life today. God bless you. More Rick Smiley Morning Show coming up. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. McDonald's is not new to chicken. 
So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Stop it. If you think they're going to make a profit. Oh, the reason I want to show, hey, John Lyon, it was his biggest birthday. What up, John? Your must have had to do up in a major way for Notorious B.I.G., man. He would have been celebrating our birthday. So rest in peace and happy birthday, man. Of course, you'll make sure you're on the gram at J.A.H. Lion Soul. Hey, man, man, big shout out to my big cousin, Pee Wee, man, that's always uh, texting me. Uh, uh, he don't want me to say Pee Wee. That, that's... <laughs> That's 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 Daryl, but big shout out to my cousin Pee Wee man who takes a uh, check on me every other morning. Shout out to you, Sheila Smooth, always doing the news and traffic on 98.7 Kiss FM. Love you too, man. Love y'all, man. Y'all really, I really appreciate y'all. All right, let's go to the phone. Rick Smile the Morning Show. Who is this? Good. man. Sorry, man, why you know on your phone early in the morning? Boy, why you, I've been trying to call you, sir. Why you know on your phone? Black Tony. Hey. You tried to call me when? I, I go to bed I at night, Black Tony. You, I tried to call you at 6 o'clock. I was just going to tell you, I need to get up early early, early today because me, me, me and my family well, got to go up. Uh, but how you going to call in last night and telling me that you need to get off early? Uh, you already off, right? I mean, no, <laughs> I mean off. I mean off because I was on my way to work. But what, what happened was I would call you to tell you I need to get out early because me and my family got to go take family or uh, Christmas pictures. At Walmart, my mom, my mama has started. The Walmart don't even do pictures no more. The Walmart do, do pictures. Nah, what the hell is you talking about? I ain't never they seen. do do pictures. You talking about Sears? Is he... I'm talking about Walmart. They do pictures. What you talking about? Is anybody anybody out there listening to the radio? Uh, do Walmart uh, have where, where's where's um yeah, where the, the family booth pictures at? booth? Look, all my mama said was I need to be at her house at 8.30 because we're going to take our Christmas pictures because she don't never like to wait. Why y'all taking Christmas pictures this early, bro? It is she don't like to wait to the last minute. My mama like to do things early. Me, her, my grandmama, and my sister. We're going to take our Christmas pictures with our Christmas squatters on. Anyway, look. I saw some of your grandmama's birthday uh, birthday party pictures uh, that y'all had at the Ramada Inn Ballroom. How old is your uh, your grandmama? My grandmama, 46. Okay. <laughs> but listen. 
So shout listen, that's not neither here nor there. Look. Yo. Wait a minute. <laughs> what, bro? How old are you, Black Tony? <laughs> 31. And how old is your mama? 38. Look. <laughs> hey, Rick. Listen. <laughs> this ain't about my family Black right now. Black Tony, you remind me of them, them fish that you buy them mollies. None of mollies that be having babies. <laughs> and my great grandmama, she's still living too. <laughs> now, how old is your great grandmama? 53. <laughs> they spawn it. They spawn like fish. <laughs> you know them black mollies right there? You go buy one molly, you wake up, it be 20 of them in that fish tank. <laughs> yeah, dog. They spawn it. My great great granddaddy, he alive he too. How old is your great great granddaddy? 61. <laughs> Don't let life fuck you up. It's yours. It's yours to drive. Get up in the morning, write down what you're going to do in a day. Be happy on your way to your job, even if you don't like it. You got to be happy on your way to happy. Don't think you're going to get there and be happy. You carry yourself with you. Mm. Yes, sir. I wish that could have been longer. Sound like it was cut off. That was powerful right there. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. All right, John Rick's Mind the Morning Show. Gary has the tea and the color of the day. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Monday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Nick Cannon is speaking again, y'all. They're saying, y'all, that Nick Cannon hasn't been one to shy about, honey, discussing his life as a father of 12 children. And now they're saying he's opening up, Ricky, about which of his kids that he um, is around the most. Well, now, recently, you know, he was on the Jason Lee podcast. You know, they were saying how he shared that his eight-month-old daughter, Miss Onyx Ice Cold, is probably, y'all, the child that he spent the most time with. Now, they're saying that, you know, he said, honey, that I'm with her at least three times a week for the full day. Now, he's saying that, he said, but I don't put that out there in social media, he said, because it's not for them, first of all. Now, the Wild and Out um, host added, y'all, that... He and Cole have a super strong understanding, and y'all, their co-parenting operation is so solid. Now, he said that, you know, if you see him on Mondays, Wednesdays, or Fridays, his beautiful daughter, y'all, is right next to him. He said, whether he's on set or not, he said, now, it's not against all his other kids, because all his other kids, y'all, he said, they're in school. He said, they're babies. As well as Onyx, you know, but he said, but he said, I appreciated that Lanisha, which is Onyx's mama, gives him the respect enough, y'all, to allow him, honey, to have Onyx as equal amount of time as she does, y'all. Now, he said he also nice. shares, uh, yeah, he said that, you know, he also um, shares 12-year-old twins, Monroe and Morocco with Mariah Carey. He has six-year-old um, Golden Saigon. He has a two-year-old Powerful Queen, mm. and he has four-month-old Rise, honey, with Brittany Bell, and, you know, and then there's Halo, and then there's some other ones but anyway he spends time <laughs> with um with honest but ricky you saying that's good but ricky a lot of people uh, people just don't, not gonna let it die some people are being missed they say yeah he's saying he spent time with honest because when honey asked him about to name all his kids honey with howard stern he named all the light skins that forgot onyx they say he mm. forgot her name <laughs> so ricky mm. well i mean it can be confusing sometimes you know what? you're trying to memorize scripts you got tv shows and you know somebody, you know you know your kid, but if somebody puts you on the spot and asks you the name of all of your kids, it, it could throw you off, and you could forget a name or two if it's a lot of them. Of your so. child. Thank you. 
Yeah, Ricky, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of them. There's 12 now. It, it, uh, listen. You had all 12 of them? Yeah, I mean, they all it yours. It took us a minute to learn Dasher and Dancer, Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cuban and Donald and Blitz. They may not kids. Okay, so, uh, uh, Yes, honey, but nevertheless, honey, he said, I'm honey, just saying. Know, yeah, you just yeah, saying. Okay. And it sounds good, but mm, anyway, moving on, honey, another celebrity news, y'all. Kim Kardashian, baby, she revealed y'all that she often cries herself to sleep while she tries to cope with her new life as a single mom, y'all. In the upcoming episode. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. And the Kardashian star, honey, talked about raising her four kids she shares with ex-Kanye West daughters, North 9, Chicago 5 Plus Sun, Saint 7, and Psalms 4. Now, they're saying, y'all, that the host um, asked Kim, honey, what parenting is like for her now versus what she thought it would be like before she had kids. And, you know, the Kim, the Skims founder explained, saying, everyone says that the days are long and the years are short, and that couldn't be, like, more truth. It could be like a more true statement. She said, so, like when you're in it, she said, I mean, especially when they're babies and you're feeding, she said, there's madness going on. She said, it's like full madness, honey. She said, it's been the best chaos, though. And she also added y'all that, it's like I always have to, um, you know, do one of my daughter's hair, and it has to be perfect, and it has to be a certain way, and then this one needs to be put this way, this shoe needs to be put on that way, and they all need you. She said, it's Full crazy madness, cooking, running around. She said it's wild. <laughs> really? Do y'all, Ricky, yeah. you a parent? Brad, you about to be a parent? Do y'all, I mean, is it that hard? I mean, I Hell know yeah. she got help. She can't tell us she don't have help. Yeah, she got the whole village. At least they next door. Exactly. Everybody in a mansion next door, honey. Her mama, her sister, they all there. So, I mean, come on, Kim, honey. I, I, I don't, it's hard to believe that, though. Really but I'm is. sure all the kids pull at her and want her to do their hair, their clothes, they this, they that. They want different stuff to eat. But I know she got nannies and all kind of stuff, right? Yeah, she got nannies, honey. Okay. I'm sure she does, hell. I'm definitely sure she does. But nevertheless, she said this hard. And Ricky, she cries herself to sleep every night. Could y'all imagine crying every night to sleep? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. In, the, in my big mansion. Thank you. <laughs> Lord, honey. With all the servants. And all, all the, the servants, servants, all that good stuff, honey. Ugh. But she she says she does it, so we're going to say that she cries herself to sleep and let's cry for Kim, honey. Yeah. All right, in my final story. Yeah, you, said, you sure some black man out there just waiting, huh? Boy, please, hell, they got one, honey, doing the damn pool for honey, waiting for sell his mama for Kim. So, you know, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Selling your mama? Your mama, not your mama. <laughs> <laughs> they said y'all back in 2015, y'all rapper Tiger famously broke up with his baby mom, honey, former stripper Miss Black China, the day teenage reality TV star Miss Kylie Jenner. Well, they're saying despite it all, they said Black China admits, honey, that Tiger is the one y'all that she had the most fun with. They said China made the shocking admission, honey, in her sit-down interview the other day with Young Miami, honey, and she said, you know, she really loved him, and you know, and I think he did a dirty reading. He did her dirty. He left her, but um. His well, how was um um Kendall for, for his she, billionaire uh, girlfriend? For his yeah, he, but you don't do nothing like that. The hell you you don't. don't do nothing like what that. You that do woman is you go get him. your billionaire girlfriend and tell your girlfriend, look, you gonna have to be a team player, okay? We're gonna go over here, and we're gonna be the maids, and and you act like you my assistant, and we're gonna put them <laughs> to sleep every night. 
And she going, we're going to stay in this house over here, and I'm going to come check on you, okay? How you know that didn't happen? <laughs> no, okay, honey. He said there's a joke. It probably did, honey. Because then here come Rob. Then, now, baby, check this I'll fix you up, honey. So since you took my man, I'm going to take your brother. Uh, hello. And we're going to keep it yeah. in the family. Yeah, we need a team. Well, be a part of this family. <laughs> okay, they team all player. Let me go over here and tear this up. All of us going to be straight. Just, just let me do my work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At the Kahlua today, honey, it's burden. On the high you say burden, and on the lunch you say beautiful army green. That's your Kahlua for today. Hey, hey, Gary, hey, Gary, y'all give it up for Gary with a T. Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I know it seemed like it was just yesterday, but three years ago, three years ago, uh, whew, man, listen, uh, we were all venturing out in public in uh, hazmat suits, uh, wiping down <laughs> everything, groceries, okay. it seemed like. Uh, the all-you-can-eat buffet might be gone for good, but now we are coming back uh, from the dead, seems like. That's right, and a company that tracks restaurants says that this spring, visits to three leading buffets, that's Golden Corral, CC's, and Pizza Ranch were up 125% from 2021. Now, that's a faster rate of growth than other types of restaurants. Part of the reason, y'all, is the, the easing of the pandemic. Some people are no longer concerned about people touching and breathing over their food um, that they'll be eating as well, not to mention using the same serving utensils. You know what I'm saying? There's more to it, though, Brad. There's also that cost. Higher-end restaurants okay. are raising prices due to inflation. So uh, people are going to buffets looking for that value. And it isn't just a return of the normal. Golden Corral sales grew 14% last year from pre-pandemic levels. And I love Golden Corral. And nobody been out in here crack a joke okay. on Golden Corral because them little ice cream, you can get ice cream, oh. collard greens, roast yes. beef, and pizza. And that fondue. And that chocolate fish. fondue. Doggone yes. it, man. Y'all better stop playing with me every nine then. I had to go get in that line. And you had to go in there at 10 o'clock in the morning with the old when the old senior citizen when the senior citizen right. be in there. <laughs> That's you right. don't go in the evening. Right. You go in there and you, you take your own little little seasoning salt mix in your purse where you can get That's it right. right. <laughs> Mashed potatoes be on point. I know how to, I can show you how to get that some because sometimes them green beans be a little bland, but I'm gonna teach you how to put some little flavor to it or whatever. Yeah, We're if you do go to whole. the right one though, you got the black cooks in the back and the green bean oh, casserole yeah. will be banging. The one Ooh. all that that but that damn Piccadilly is off the chain. The one what's the one Gary the one off of our um damn uh, Drew the, Drew um Drew it Hills. Yeah, that damn, that man, it's a man and his wife be back there. That damn Ooh. Salisbury steak and the mashed potatoes. Come on now. And, and that fed bill don't play man. either. And he, he, was, he be in the back smoking a cigarette when he get through. But <laughs> I, got a, I got a whole video on Facebook talking to that man. I had tipped that man uh, uh, some money, man. That damn Salisbury steak was, was so good Ooh. just to go sit up in Piccadilly. He feel like you somewhere special when I go to Piccadilly to this day, mm -hmm. if you can find one. So what's the one thing that changed since COVID that you wish would go back to the way it was? Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Good morning. My name is Jessica, and I'm calling from Louisiana. And one thing that I wish can go back to pre-COVID pre is Walmart closing at 12 o'clock. Why is Walmart closing at 12 o'clock? We need to open 24 hours. Then they say they stocking, and when I get in there in the morning, they stocking. 
My name is Angelica. I'm calling from St. Louis, Missouri. I want people to go back to work. Nobody works anymore. Mm-hmm. Everybody trying to make their own pay. All these jobs empty. Need employees. Go back to work. My name is Marcia, and I'm calling from Miami, Florida. Rent. Like, rent was so cheap before COVID. And it's like, now the rent is so expensive, you can barely pay the other bills. Like, like daycare, cable, phone bill. You know, just the odds of being in your household. It, it, it was just so much easier. You could be making great money, and, and, and you can't even pay rent. I wish some of y'all, I wish y'all, I miss everybody wearing a mask with some of y'all with your ugly self. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Gary, I sure miss you wearing a mask. I swear to God, you wear And you know, I miss wearing my dog on mask, but every now and then when I put it on, honey, at night. So. I miss wearing it, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, hey, Brett. What? Hey, hey, boy, you can disguise yourself with them damn mask on, boy. Them days yes. you don't feel like taking pictures. Yes, a hoodie, boy, tuck was, your hair in, some glasses, and a mask. I was everywhere. Yes, Lord. But now, now you got a mask on, you look crazy. Right, right. And that wasn't you know, that long ago, man. Right. But every now and then, boy, if I don't feel like talking, if I got a headache or something, I'll slide that mask on. <laughs> boy, that, that be that be my... Uh, I, I do it a lot in drive throughs I still do right. it in drive throughs Like, the, the man in the car by himself with a mask on, what kind of COVID he try, think he finna catch? Uh, they think you crazy. <laughs> all right, y'all. Hey, 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 we appreciate all of your calls and comments, man. So to continue the conversation, you can hit us up on Ricky Smiling Morning Show, rickysmilingmorningshow.com. Uh, all right, y'all, Ricky Smiling Morning Show. Hey, y'all, let's go to Ricky Smiley's DM. Dear Ricky Smiley, I got a supervisor who has a fiance and is about to get married soon. Now, at first we got off on the wrong foot, but he took time to talk to me and we got to know each other better and uh, have been having deep convos ever since. So I started to question, uh, was I the only one he had these long talks with and started getting, uh, what is that, substitute? Subtle. Subtle. Yeah, subtle. Oh, oh, I never, you know what, I never saw that word uh, spelled out. <laughs> okay. No, Gary, I never saw, I never saw that spelled out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sub, uh, subtle feelings that might, uh, you know, that he might be into me. I'm single, and it kind of started to fall for him. Now I don't know how to turn it off. I see him at work, and my heart jumps into my stomach. So I'm going to another department soon where I won't see him as much, but I know when I do, I'll get that feeling in my stomach again. Not sure what to do about it. Maybe if I have him one time, I'll get over it. Wait a minute. Let's go back. She said I have a supervisor. Wait a minute. I have a supervisor who has a fiance. Let me start off because I have to make sure my little ADHD. I got a supervisor who has a fiance and is about to get married soon. soon. Oh. And at first we got off on the wrong foot, but but he took time to talk to me. We got to know each other better. And I've been having these, uh, having deep conversations ever since. Conversations about what? They just haven't. Right. It, it went from professional to being a little bit too personal. So now she got yeah. a, she right. got a little crush on him right now. So now and she, I, so and I, some I, of so she, she had him once. Yeah, Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah. So I started the question was I the only one uh, that he had these long talks with and with and starting to get uh, uh what's this? subtle subtle feelings uh, that might be into me. That he that, might be that, into that me. That he might be into me. I'm single and kind of started to fall for him. How you? What kind of conversation you having? Because to make somebody fall for you, you got to be doing a lot of. That's a lot of conversation. Yeah, yeah and he's not single. He got a fiance. Yeah. Ooh. Right. 
And, I, and she said she don't know how to turn it off. And she see him at work. And every time she see him, her heart jumps into her stomach. Well. And she says she's going to another department soon where she won't see him as much. Uh, Gary, what do you think about this? I don't think that's cute at all, honey. I don't like that. My thing is, you know he has a fiancé, number one. Right. So, honey, so you got all these little feelings up. That's a sign right there, honey, for sexual harassment. And, honey, if he don't like you and you like him and something don't go right, there goes his job as well as her job. But that's that's not a cute look, though, honey. No. So I hope that's no way around our job or nothing. So, yep. Brett, what, what are your thoughts? I think she should take her butt on to the new department and stop thinking about him. He got a fiance. He got a life. So what he's been talking to you and you've been talking to him, you shouldn't allow your feelings to grow. This man has a fiance and he's going to be married soon. So get over it. They, they must be doing a lot of talking. He got Too he much. sucked her in yeah. and Too got much. her in her feelings like that. Like, yeah. first of all, uh, what are y'all talking about? That, right. that's so that they got you, got you, you know what I'm saying? Messed up mm-hmm. like that. He probably throwing her yeah. some bait. But not being yeah. too hard, and she kind of taking it all in, kind of got a little crush on him, kind of like him, think he cute. But she's talking he about. He's wrong for that. He's yeah. wrong for that with a fiance. Yeah, man. Yeah, but at first she said she didn't like him, so now what's all of a sudden he started wearing a difficult cologne or something that made her start mesmerizing with him? Or, well, I mean, she said they got off on the wrong foot at first, so maybe he was trying to just fix it and start talking to her and just being nice to her. Hmm. But the yeah. deep conversations, I don't know now. About what? Yeah, y'all, y'all, to, uh, say what? I said, talk to somebody else. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah, want, I, if you I, want yeah, somebody, I, I, talk to somebody single. And then who said they should just be together one time? She, she did. Talking about did. maybe, maybe if she have him once, she get over it. No man. Oh, that's, uh, that's gonna make it worse. Oh, no. That's gonna make it worse. Yeah. Now she, now what if she have him one time and he kick out some weak, some weak stuff, and uh, well. and, and then they'll be like, okay, well, I ain't missing nothing. And he gonna be strong. Either way, it's messed up because he's got a fiance, and that's cheating. Right. Yeah. But what if she hit one time and he, and he put that foot on that neck? It's over. Well, that's <laughs> over. Now the devil goes. Put the that job. foot on that neck and then coming to work the next day and then don't speak to her. Oh, <laughs> that's gonna really be a problem. Huh? Yes, yeah, it this is. Then she's gonna be running the HR and then she's gonna be angry. Yep. yep. She's gonna try to call yep. the fiance and say yep. what he did. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. You go in there. Uh, <laughs> Come to work the next day, and you got a footprint on the on the on your on the back of your jaw part of your face. Got that a whole footprint. You stupid! That day, hey, super day, super day. She's sitting in the bee. She's sitting in the bee talking to her. You got you see your footprint on her face when you killed her. <laughs> y'all sitting in the me- y'all sitting up in the meeting all of a sudden she quitting that queen like finance wealth and growth it's money mondays on the Ricky smiling morning show all right, y'all, this Monday, my Money Mondays. Uh, congratulations to all the recent college graduates. So proud of you. Uh, today, our money expert, Janai Thorne, is here to give some uh, some financial advice to recent college graduates and their parents. Janai, good morning, and I'm so excited to have you here today. And, uh, yes. And let's start. And let's start off with these parents. Uh, uh, what financial advice do you have for parents whose child recently graduated from college? Well, first of all, congratulations to all the parents and the college graduates. I know it's a happy time, but you know, Ricky, it's also a pretty stressful time. 
And parents, we have to realize our role is evolving from parent to advisor now. So with the new title comes some new and different responsibilities. Four quick tips for some parents. Um, number one, please be clear with what financial support you're going to be providing your now college graduate and for how long. And schedule some times to check in with them about that so everybody's on the same page. Two, if your recent grad is starting a new job, congratulations. They may actually need your guidance and help as they sign up for benefits. We don't want them to overlook any benefits like short and long-term disability that actually could impact us as parents. Um, three, if they're going to be living in your household, um, what are the new rules? Um, what are the new financial rules now? Because remember, they're adults now. So are they contributing to the household? How much money do they need to save? Remember, if they're coming back home, and Ricky, 50% of graduates are actually coming back home to live, um, what is going to happen and make sure everybody's on the same page? This is their season right. of preparation, not just to move back home. Now, Janetta, mm. what what advice do you have for parents whose child recently not graduated? Janetta, I mean, sorry, Janai, sorry. I was thanking Janetta for coming to my baby shower. Oh, my, my phone, my bad. Okay, so what advice do you have for parents whose child recently graduated from college, but their graduate does not have a job or plans to do their own thing and pursue entrepreneurship? Uh, you know, Brad, this is actually pretty common, and I think it's important for parents and their graduates to get on the same page as to what does actively looking for jobs look like. We want to make sure we're defining it the right way. But that student, they still can use the college placement office at their school, although they've graduated. Um, they're going to have to leverage family and friends, the network, you know, and they're going to have to be flexible. I meet a lot of young people who want what they want, but they may have to intern. They may have to work part-time or volunteer. Now, if you have a young person who's pursuing entrepreneurship, parents, let's make sure we're defining what our support for them is. Are we financially giving them money or are we letting them stay at home for free? But make sure that you have a scheduled time to check in with them to make sure you understand how well that the business is progressing. Janai, what few tips do you have for recent grads that establish uh, and protect their credit? Like the credit situation is probably the most important for these uh, graduates to understand. Um, you know what? It's very important, Rakti. But, you know, I know our grads understand what it is because they know the importance of a transcript or a report card. That credit report is their new transcript. So an easy, safe way to establish credit is please get a secured credit card. It's a great way to baby step into um, getting and establishing credit and, of course, simply them paying their bills on time. The best and the free way to protect your credit is to please freeze their credit with all three credit reporting agencies, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. Again, completely free and the best way to do it. Freeze that credit. All right, y'all, we're talking to money experts. Janai, throwing about financial tips for college graduates. Now, Janai, what advice uh, do you have for uh, the graduate who has a new job and is ready to buy their first car or plans, you know, to move to get their first real apartment? Uh, I know all the college grads are excited to do their thing. Some of them got these amazing jobs and making all this money. But be very careful about upgrading your life and your lifestyle. You do it too quickly, you're going to get caught and stuck with all of this debt. So the car that you're driving now, you don't have to drive it forever. And the apartment that you're going to start with or the house you're going to rent, you don't have to be there forever. But be very cautious and slow to get into that debt. All right. So, so uh, nah, nah, yeah. it definitely was real. E- Ricky. 
So, Janai, so it was not real easy to get student loans, honey, while you were in college. So now that they're graduated, now it's time to start paying those loans back. So what advice do you have for college grads who um, have student loans? Because I know I, I forgot to pay mine back, and they garnished my wages. So, uh, Gary, you said it because they certainly will. Please, everybody, parents and students, never ignore your lender. Please do not ignore your lender. Update your address and contact information with your lender immediately because you don't want to miss any communication with them. Now, the type of loan you have, Gary, will determine when the payments start. Private loans, payments typically start right after graduation. Federally backed student loans, you typically get up to six months. Um, and if you have multiple loans, remember you may have to communicate with multiple different lenders. Alright? So don't play with those student loans because they will garnish your wages for sure. Janai, you ain't seen that fun until you see Gary walk through this office slamming doors when he look at his check and see that his wages been garnished. It is just, it is a blessing to see. And I mean, he be walking fast, he be having a one and they turned me in, baby. <laughs> Janai. Listen, listen, I know I know Gary got some money now. I ain't even worried about that. Janai, he had on his Harlem Globetrotter pants. Uh, uh, them, them Gucci Harlem Globetrotter warm-up pants. And they had garnished them. No, he did not. They had gar- yeah, Janai, they garnished them wages out of that chicken. He was switching through this office, boy. He was mad, boy. So now you should have saw him trying to climb up but in this that is all the time he ain't lying. Gary, Gary he was mad he had the, the, the Harlem Globetrotter pants on. What? Climbing up, climbing up in that Jeep Rubicon, he couldn't get in it. <laughs> it's all right. Jesus is going to bless me, though, honey. <laughs> ooh, 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 I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. I, can't, I got tears in my eyes. I just, uh, girl, I'd be glad. Yeah, you know, Gary, <laughs> when I go to church, I promise I'm going to pray that they stop going to see your ways. I want you to get your whole check. Please do. <laughs> and you the job almost... turned me in. That's the killer thing about it. The job turned me in. <laughs> you and your fitness are still paying off a student loan and you ain't even doing no work in your major. <laughs> <laughs> Hush, huh? Go to the next question. I'll go to commercial hell. <laughs> oh, boy, I'm crying up here tonight. It's always good. Thank you so much for coming on the show with all your helpful information. Let everybody know uh, how, how, how I can't talk to you. all that money ain't even in his major no more. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let them tell that lie on you. Oh my God, Listen, <laughs> parents and students, if you need any more information, you can follow me on social media at Janai Thornton, J-I-N-I-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. Y'all are crazy. Janai. Have an amazing Monday Monday. Y'all are crazy. Janai. It's Robin. It's Riley. It's Robin. <laughs> And then, and then I, I was I was standing in the window watching the drive off in the office. I was just watching tail lights get real small in that Jeep Rubicon. So crazy. Ain't a lamp talk about you. Woo. Hey, well, I ain't never seen nobody put that signal light on girl, and make a left and pull up. I got God. The way it was just the way you peeled out of that park. You peeled out of that parking lot like you was like you was hurting the people that you work for. Like you peeled off with an attitude, left some time marks. <laughs> Gary, I just hope and pray we're gonna go to church. We're gonna go to the altar. I just, just go to the next altar call next time, Reverend. Uh, uh, at your yes. church. 
four years. Oh, Jesus. We got Janot. Thank you. Why not? <laughs> yeah, Rip Pass of Why not? Pleasure. Y'all are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rick's Mountain Morning Show. I got your front page right here. Brett, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brett Tatat, and I'm filling in for Maria Moore. And here are your today's headlines. Congress needs to raise or suspend the debt ceiling, which is the limit on the amount of money that the U.S. can borrow to pay its bills by the 1st of June. That's the deadline. And if U.S. defaults, they won't be able to pay its debts to China and Japan, potentially causing a recession. Now, all this while Biden announced yesterday another $375 million in military aid to Ukraine. In other news, uh, most Americans will probably have another hot summer uh, as above average heat is expected to west uh, to raise in the west the south and on the east coast New Mexico Arizona and the four corners are set to suffer the highest temperatures a climate pattern Ooh. El Nino is expected to develop soon which could create a costly domino effect of extreme weather across the world and lastly recycling centers could be making our plastic problem worse a new study found that breaking down plastics can create microplastics that end up in water or air these polluting particles are everywhere from the Antarctic to inside our bodies. And this adds a growing concern that recycling isn't effective of a solution for the plastic problem as we may think. Those are your headlines for today. Rock T, what you got in sports? Out to Griner. Will fire a three. You bet! Indeed, WNBA season tipped off over the weekend, and it was headlined by Phoenix Mercury's Brittany Griner homecoming in front of a near-sold-out arena of screaming yes. fans. Come on, man. The Mercury lost the game, but Brittany had 27 points, 10 rebounds. It was good to see her back out there, man, in domination form. Rick, I don't know if you got a chance to watch the game, but uh, she did her thing. She did her thing. And she oh, gonna- man, I know she did. She's going to have people in the stands watching her on the road and at the home games, man. It is what it is. Um, Shout out to the Boston Celtics and the Lakers. They're done. I mean, bye-bye. Miami almost 30-piece Boston to take a 3-0 lead in that Eastern Conference series. You know know what? what, uh, Charles Barkley, uh, not Charles Barkley, uh, Shaq said uh, so eloquently the reason the Miami Heat uh, has a chance to, uh, you know, to sweep uh, the Boston Celtics. It's the delegation. Yeah. If you look at the plays and you look at the way they passing the ball, Jimmy uh, uh, Jimmy Butler dishing the ball off. Man, you got people coming off the bench who you wouldn't even know who a lot of these players are, and they out here making points and just spreading the ball around. Man, ball movement is so important in basketball. The reason the Lakers are having a hard time because it seems like every every bucket that Denver get is really really easy, and it seems like every bucket uh, that the Lakers get, it was a struggle to get the bucket. And uh, that's 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 one of the problems, man, is the delegation and the ball movement. Good ball movement and, and great plays and good offense or whatever, man, those are uh, the ones that win championships. And you got guys coming off the bench. Come on, dog. Uh, 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 blowing up threes. Uh, so that's just my thing. You know, Boston Celtics, man, they just choke. They choke every year. So let's go every ahead. Year. Let's go ahead and just uh, put Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat in the finals right now. The Lakers and Boston shouldn't even play game four, man. It is what it is, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. Let's just go and get to the finals. <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody watching this last game. Straight. Cause cause ain't nobody. Okay. When the last time somebody came back from three down? When the last right. time somebody came back from three it down? It never happened. 
Nobody's right. come back from being down 0-3. Never. Yeah, man. I, I'm pulling for LeBron. I'm always rocking with LeBron, man, but they just don't don't have it, man. That that, that big white dude. Uh, uh, the Joker. Denver Nuggets. It ain't happening. He got too too much ass in the paint, man. And the day AD can't do nothing with it, man. Unguardable. And, and then they got Drake out there shooting three. What the little dude with the beard, the little afro, about, like the talking about Murray. You talking about Murray? Yeah, <laughs> yeah look like one of the twins from the whips, whips, whips son, something out there blowing them threes up, bro. They can't do nothing with them, man. Nah, man, nah. I'm they shooting draws. Come on, dog. It is what it is. That's the quick sports report right there. Appreciate that, Rick. Dog, Brett got the hot spot. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So high and in this hat. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B R A T. Brigitte Tat, what's happening? Good morning, Roxy. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat. And this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, y'all, the 10th film in the Fast and Furious franchise, Fast X, debuted to $67 million at the domestic box office over the weekend. Deadline reports that this meets the film's projections and is just $3 million short of what the ninth film pulled in during its opening weekend. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 took second place in its third week at the box office, making $32.7 million, and the Super Mario Brothers movie in third place with $9.8 million. Meanwhile, during an interview with X XL, Lil' Kim revealed that she has written for other artists. She told the magazine, and by the way, all this talk about writing, I've wrote for other people. I've wrote on Diddy's album, Check Your Credits, Homeboy, whoever his name is. I just learned that some guy was talking smack. Whatever, yeah, do your homework, El Stupido. Uh, she also said her album Hardcore and Notorious K.I.M. were classics like Michael Jackson. She said it's just something like how I look at Michael Jackson's album, you know what I mean? It's just a classic. So, Everybody feel like Kim don't write or whatever they said about her writing. She is a writer. She can write and she's amazing. And we not going. She's a legend. Point blank. Period. All right, y'all. Moving on. According to Entertainment Tonight, Wendy Williams is not in the hospital, despite a report stating otherwise. Her rep, Sean Zanotti, told the outlet, "I can confirm that Wendy is not in the hospital as reported. I can also confirm that she is not in New York as reported." This comes days after the former talk show host pulled out of a speaking engagement at the Atlanta Women's Expo. Y'all got that? Wendy is fine. Everything is good. Still keep her in your prayers because we all need prayers. And finally, while speaking with Entertainment Tonight, recently Paula Abdul said she had her feel uh, when it comes to appearing on reality television, explaining that she turned down a spot on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and the straight-up singer said, I've been humble. I got a kick out of it uh, that I was even asked. She said, however, but I'd like to be on the couch with popcorn watching with my dogs. She said, I feel like I've been through enough reality television for a long, long time. So good for you, Paula Abdul, because I really couldn't see you on one of these shows anyway. Like, I can't really see Paula Abdul clapping back at somebody, like a Nini or somebody. Right. Anyway, y'all, we're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. But coming up next, we got the praise mix down. The time now is 27 minutes before the top of the hour. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The Ricky Smiley. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the State of Black America with the current president of the National Urban League, Mark Morial. What's going on, Mr. Mark? Hey, what's going on, Ricky? Good morning, and good morning to your listening audience. Always great to be with you on Monday morning. We've got a few things to flag for people this morning. Number one, uh, this week uh, on the 25th, it will be three years since the tragedy in Minneapolis, the murder of George Floyd. And I'm encouraging people to note the moment, but also to note the moment with a continuing call to action. The National Urban League will be calling on major American institutions 
to reaffirm the commitment some made after George Floyd to address structural and institutional racism. And we'll be calling on those institutions to report on the status of the commitments some made after the murder of George Floyd. It's very important that there be transparency. Many companies, some foundations, some governments stepped up and said, we are going to commit, in some cases, new initiatives, new resources. We want to hear from these institutions about the status to see if those promises made or promises kept. And also because some made commitments, others didn't. And those that have not, it's important to make the commitment. We cannot be deterred by efforts like we see in Florida or in other states to undercut uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion, to undercut efforts to address institutional racism. So in the moment, we're going to remember George Floyd and his family uh, and the murder in Minneapolis. We will remember that thanks to Keith Ellison, the attorney general of Minnesota and his team of prosecutors, the advocacy of Ben Crump and others, including our friend Al Sharpton in the civil rights community, uh, and millions of people uh, literally all across the world. Uh, Derek Chauvin and those officers were held accountable in a court of law and are going to spend time in prison. So in this instance, we can say the system may have worked after the fact, but we can't say the system worked because George Floyd should never have been murdered. He should have never been on the ground in Minneapolis. He still remains an example of police misconduct, brutality, and violence. But we're going to remember George Floyd, but we're going to remember it with a constructive, Ricky, constructive call to action uh, in, uh, in this nation and in America. Secondly, I just want to shout out the principal and president, Austin Taylor, uh, and the student body at St. Augustine High School down in my beloved hometown, New Orleans, St. Augustine, an all-black boys Catholic high school. I got an opportunity to speak at their baccalaureate. Great pride in seeing nearly 100 young black men uh, prepare uh, to go to college after finishing St. Augustine High School, which has an incredible tradition in academics, sports, and music. Uh, It is a great institution on 2600 AP20 Avenue down in the 7th Ward of New Orleans. So thank you and congratulations to the student body uh, and the faculty and Principal Austin Taylor uh, at St. Augustine High School and all those great parents and grandparents who are out with us on that day. Uh, and, And certainly... Finally, a little bit on this debt ceiling conversation. Uh, To some extent, Ricky, there should really be no, if you will, standoff. The debt ceiling should be raised by the Congress without precondition. This is raising the debt ceiling, or rather raising the nation's authorization to borrow money for money's already committed to. Now, we are hoping that there's a deal made, but not at the expense of black people, brown people, poor people, working people, and vulnerable Americans. The GOP seems to be hell-bent on its punitive agenda uh, around work requirements for those that receive food stamps or Medicaid, uh, harsh and cruel efforts to the most uh, to attach these conditions to the most vulnerable Americans. We are opposed uh, to that, and we're opposed to cuts in investments that help people. So we are watching, but we send a strong message. Don't do this on the back of the locked-out and left-out Americans. Don't do it. Don't do it. And we want uh, those members of Congress who support us to be strong and principled in this continued fight as we want the president and his negotiators who are at the table with uh, Kevin McCarthy and others. So we will continue. We need to avert uh, any sort of crisis and default, but it needs to be done in a way that is responsible and a way which is not punitive and harsh and mean and nasty against those who are locked out and left out. Uh, If we're going to have some sort of one, two, three year budget deal, as we understand they're discussing. So 
Uh, Black America, let's keep our eyes uh, on this discussion as we move forward. Uh, And, Ricky, those topics are today's state of Black America. It is always incredible to be with you. Uh, Love to be with you and the show and the team uh, and all the work that's being done to make sure our communities are well informed. Once again, Mark Moriart, president of the National Urban League. This is the state of Black America. Follow me across all social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at Mark Morial and at Matt Urban League. I'll see you next time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You've been listening to the State of Black America with the former New Orleans mayor and Louisiana State Senator Mark Morial, currently president of the National Urban League. Uh, Thank you so much, Mr. Mark. We love you, and we appreciate you. Talk to you on Monday.